0: Archbishop Fulton Sheen once said, All of us were born to live. Only one man was born to die. Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. My brothers and sisters, all the readings today remind us that Jesus, the only begotten Son of God, the Beloved of God, our Heavenly Father, in obedience to His will, became one of us, lived like us in all things but sin and ultimately gave his life at expiation for our sin so that through the power and working of the holy spirit we know who we are and be transformed by the grace of god to become beloved sons and daughters of god our heavenly father to know our identity and to call out to god abba father Today, in the Gospel reading, we hear God, our Heavenly Father, tell the disciples just as He tells us now, This is my beloved Son, listen to Him. Listening to the Lord Jesus Christ is hard, because we are tempted by the world, by our ego, by the many voices that are out there, including the evil ones. But yet, listening to Him requires both a life of prayer and a life of worship. A life that we come to Him in a very personal way and communally at, for the holy sacrifice of the Mass. We must learn to listen to Him just as the Church teaches us every time we go to Mass. How? The first part of the Mass, the Liturgy of the Word, we hear the scripture being said to us, and we receive received that word. We do not read the scripture at Mass. We hear the word of God being proclaimed. Proclaimed because it's living and alive, and it pierces our heart, our soul, and transforms us deep from within. We receive the word of God, huh, which leads us toward the, the ultimate joy of all to receive his body and his blood at the liturgy of the eucharist my brothers and my sisters at each and every mass we get to receive the one who loved us the one who gave his life for us the one who is always faithful to us the one who never forgot or abandoned us My brothers and sisters, at each and every Mass, we receive that very love that Christ has for us. So that by receiving His body and blood, uh, His full soul and divinity, uh, so that through the power and working of the Holy Spirit, we become more Christ-like each day. We become the one whom we have received, the one who loves us so that we know who we are and able to call out to God our Heavenly Father, Abba, Father. Becoming more Christ-like is the life of what we are called to do as Christians. We are disciples of Christ. We take upon ourselves that very same teaching that Christ had lived out in his very own life. life Not only for himself, but in accordance to the will of the Heavenly Father. And letting go of everything and loving the sinner and giving his all to everyone. In the second reading, we are being affirmed that God did not spare his own son. Hmm? That he loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. And through the obedience of Christ, uh, we are redeemed and saved from our own selfishness, our own ego, our own enslavement to sin, and our own uh, uh, addiction, and uh, and uh, and, uh, and, uh, and always being held back by the things of this world. We're called to be obedience to God, just that like Abraham was obedient, even though it didn't make sense to him. At first, we too will be like Abraham in our own journey of faith. There will be moments when we ask, God, how can this happen? Lord, this is so hard. Lord, I don't understand what's going on, but Lord, I trust in you. At times in our very own life of faith, and I can be the first one to raise my hand up, where God tests us so much that we said I cannot take this anymore. But I always find within my own life that hey, He gave me huh, enough grace to endure all of it. Well, not easy, but He gave me enough grace to endure all of it. And we must stand at the at that edge of reason. Of control of wanting uh, things that are secured or according to what we understand and take that leave of faith toward Him and loving Him. We are called to be obedience and give ourselves as a sacrificial offering just like Christ did. My brothers and sisters, this is what we're called to do, and it is not easy. But we're called to become more christ-like each day so that uh, when people look at us it is no longer uh, us who live for ourselves but christ who live in us and through us this is my beloved son listen to him listening to christ receiving christ becoming christ becoming christ-like is what we're called to do at christians which lead me toward the second half of my homily. In a very special way, I was ordained to the order of priesthood of Christ. And before uh, uh, Archbishop Gustavo Garcia Sillas laid his hand on me, he said in the homily, and he quoted uh, uh, a repaired text that is uh, uh, included in the rite of ordination itself, and I quote, Now, dear sons, you are to be raised to the order of priesthood. For your part, you will exercise the sacred duty of teaching in the name of Christ the Teacher. Impart to everyone the word of God which you have received with you. Meditate on the law of the Lord see that you believe what you read that you teach what you believe and that you practice what you teach likewise you will exercise in christ the office of sanctifying for by your ministry the spiritual sacrifice of the faithful will be made perfect in being united to the sacrifice of christ which will be offered to your hands in an unbloody way on the altar in union with the faithful in celebration of the sacraments. Understand therefore what you do and imitate what you celebrate. Remember that you are taken from among men and appointed on their behalf for those things that pertain to God. Therefore carry out the ministry of Christ the priest. With constant joy and genuine love, attending not to your own concerns, but to those of Jesus Christ. Keep always before your eyes the example of the Good Shepherd, who came not to be served, but to serve, and came to seek out and save what was lost. My brothers, my sisters, in my own priesthood, I ask myself many times, what does this take to save one's soul? Often the answer is, it takes everything to save a soul. And for me, in a very particular way, as you heard from uh, the rite of ordination, that I'm called to emulate the Good Shepherd who came not to be served, but to serve it and seek out and save what was lost. I'm called to love the flock that have been entrusted to me and lead them not to myself, not to my ideology, not to my politics, not to my agenda, not to my wants, not to my like, but with constant joy and genuine love to Christ himself, teaching them to desire and to yearn for those things Of Jesus Christ. So you my brothers and sisters. We all of us. But desire and yearn. And want to live. Those things that pertain to God. And in a very. uh, General way too. You can also. Imitate. What you receive at mass. Imitate the love that Christ has for you, so that you and I understand what we do, and the life of Christ is in us and through us. And last of all, I leave you with these words, just so that the church call me to meditate on the law of the Lord, so that I believe what I read, that I teach what I believe, and practice what I teach. So you too, my brothers and sisters, you must meditate on the law of the Lord. Read his word each day. Hmm? So that see, see within yourself that you believe what you read. That you teach and share with others what you believe. and That you practice what you teach. The Son of God came to die for us to teach us what it means to be beloved sons and daughters of God. We must practice what He has shown to us in our own imperfection, in our own frailty, in our own weakness, to a life of humility, a life of love. For God did not spare anything in saving us. So may we not spare or hold back anything in loving Him.